Hey everybody, I hope you had a great weekend. We're back with episode number 87 of the Finance Flash Go podcast. It's crazy we're getting this close to 100 already. Um, thanks for joining me. I hope you guys are learning a lot. I know that I am. I really enjoy doing this. I enjoy sharing with you and hearing from all of you. Um, if any of you ever have any uh, comments, critiques, concerns, anything, uh, just always feel free to drop me a line at prudentplasticsurgeon at gmail.com. And I'd love to chat with you guys. But anyway, we're here to talk about our finances. And of course, we're going to ask and answer our one financial question of the day. And the topic today is inflation. This is something that's on a lot of people's mind lately. So I thought it'd be a good thing to talk about. So our question is multiple choice. Inflation results in a blank purchasing power of your money. Is it an A, increasing purchasing power? B, stagnation of your purchasing power, C, decreasing purchasing power, or D, variable purchasing power. So inflation results in what with regards to the purchasing power of your money? Does it A, increase it? B, does it stagnate? Does it basically just mean it doesn't um, go up? Does it C, decrease? Or is it D, variable? Well, the answer is going to be C. Inflation results in a decreasing purchasing power of your money. And inflation really is the reason that you need to invest. And basically what it means is that the the value of a dollar, we'll say a US dollar in this case, we'll keep it simple, we'll just talk about our currency, but the value of a dollar is decreasing. So why isn't it called deflation? Well, that's because it means that the things that you buy, the goods and services you buy with that dollar are increasing or their value is inflating. The services and goods themselves stay the same, but their price increases. That's This is like when your you know grandmother or whatever told you that they went to the store and bought milk for a nickel. Well, it's the same milk, same amount. Now we pay whatever we pay for it, um, but it's a lot more than a nickel. Uh, that's inflation over time. And historically, every year, inflation has run at about 3%. So that means if your money is doing nothing, if you just have it sitting in a checking account or whatever, and it's making less than 3%, that means that your money, you're losing money. You're actually losing purchasing power over time. That, you know, if let's say you have a million dollars in the bank. Well, in 30 years, that a million dollars is worth a lot less than a million dollars. So that's why you have to invest it. That's why you have to invest it in something that ideally is going to be giving you a higher return than inflation. Um, and currently in, in this, uh, you know, financial, uh, the circumstances we're in now, there's a lot of investments that are giving less than that. You know, historically, a lot of high yield savings account have even given a rate of return similar to inflation. So if you kept money in your savings account, you're at least maintaining the the, um, spending power of your money. But now they're super low, like less than 1%. Um, Bonds have been low. uh, But this is why it's important to have a balanced portfolio with stocks, bonds, real estate, uh, potentially, um, but a mix of things that create a stable foundation of your investments and that are going to earn you overall higher value than inflation and ideally, you know, at least double inflation 
Um, you know, like my goal is to get around 7%. It's probably a little bit higher than that right now. But you have to remember with increased return comes increased risk. So you don't want to go chasing some investment opportunity that your partner tells you about that's going to return, you know, 25 or 40%. That's some angel investing opportunity because there's probably a lot of risk there, a lot of risk to lose your money. And it's much better to keep your money and have it uh, just sitting around and decreasing in purchasing power than to lose it all together. So remember, it doesn't mean go out there, go crazy, trying to invest in a bunch of risky strategies. It just means you have to come up with a plan, an investment plan that is viable, that doesn't rely on predicting the future, and that can get you higher rates of return than inflation so that you're saving and making more money that you can retire upon and again, live life on your own terms. Um, and people are always very concerned about inflation. That if, if, if things go to hyperinflation or things get really inflated, that um, you know even the returns from a well-balanced portfolio are not going to keep up with it. I don't tend to go too much into those concerns. Um, a, it's something that we can't really control, but it's something that a lot of um, you know important people at the Federal Reserve and things like that are aware of and are working on controlling. So I don't go too crazy about that, but I will mention briefly that real estate, investing in cash flow in real estate is a good hedge against inflation because as inflation goes up, so will your rents go up and the dollars that you're getting from rent will be you know the inflationary value of the time that you're receiving them. Um, so that is a good hedge, but that's sort of just an aside to this. Um, and that's, that's about inflation. Uh, so I hope you guys found that interesting and enlightening, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Finance Flash Go podcast. We plan to release a new episode every weekday answering important finance questions. If you ever want to submit a question to our podcast, send an email to financeflashgo at gmail.com. And please be sure to check out Jordan Fry's blog, prudentplasticsurgeon.com, where he gives great financial advice and tips. A brief disclaimer, while we are providing knowledge and awareness around financial topics in this show, we are not held responsible for any financial decisions you choose to make in response to the podcast. We hope to provide accurate information in regards to money and different methods of wealth creation but it is always the learner's responsibility to do their due diligence before making important financial decisions.